listener production. US markets grind higher to hit new record highs. And the Australian share market expected to get off to a flat start awaiting key production reports. I'm Tom. I'm Craig. It's Tuesday, the 23rd of January. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. It's the first opportunity I have to wish you a happy new year, Craig. Welcome back, Mr. Tom Petroski. It's great to be back. Um, and it's uh, equally great to be able to reflect on these markets at record highs, Craig, for the first hit out. Of the yes, new year. very, very good performances. It's uh, notching up more gains uh, overnight. Uh, the Dow Jones up over 100 points, around about 120 points now, uh, three-tenths of 1%. The broader market standard pause, 500 is up by three-tenths of 1%. The Nasdaq's up by four-tenths of 1%. So not to pick holes in things, but they did start out with a little more pluck and then lost a little bit of ground. But really, the last three days have provided some rather encouraging price action, more encouraging than it has been so far this year. Yeah, and we're seeing broad-based gains. I suppose technology is the driving force. Um, But if you look overnight, we've had um, eight out of the 11 industry sectors in the Standard Poor's 500, they were higher, and 22 out of the 30 Dow Jones 30 stocks. I suppose uh, what we've got investors trying to get their heads around are the timing of interest rate cuts that are likely over... 2024. Indeed. And I suppose you need to contrast that with the strength of the rally that characterized the last three months of uh, last year. So, you know, Mm. from September to uh, the end of the year, you had the S&P 500 improved by about 17%. Yeah, they were assisted by some of the uh, speakers of central banks, uh, not just the the Federal Reserve, but also in in Europe saying, look, I think you've got ahead of yourself, you know, sort of about rate cuts Yes, they may happen over the year, but we're data-dependent, not date-dependent. Yes, that's a good point. So uh, I, I suppose one of the factors that contributed to that stumbling of equity markets in the first days of the new year was that there was actually quite a meaningful increase when it came to long-term interest rates. So, for example, a 10-year government bond in the US went from around uh, 3.8 to well north of 4.1%. For what it's worth, today we've seen a moderation in those bond deals. So a 10-year government bond has come down as we speak this moment, a 10-year treasury note down three basis points to 4.1%, a two-year treasury note down two basis points to 438. So that has helped in the move higher for stocks today. Yes, indeed. And um, what we saw is um, the chances of the interest rate cut now have continued to be pared back. A 46% chance now seen by the Fed tool you know, to be able to describe the the expectations, and that was down from eighty one percent a week earlier. Yeah, I mean it's it's really at the margins. We've got some rather important outcomes uh, in coming days that are going to colour that landscape. Uh, you have got U.S. manufacturing numbers to to look at. There's an ECB rate decision. Uh, we've got the PCE numbers, the key measure of inflation that the Fed looks at. We've got the German EFO survey. We've got the Bank of Canada deciding on rates. They're at the margins, but they will feed into perceptions and colour the conversation around what's going on with rates, the economy, the markets. Yeah, they certainly will. And uh, if we look at the commodity markets uh, overnight, well, perhaps we'll go to Europe first. And European markets were higher up by seven-tenths of one percent. UK market up four-tenths of one percent. So uh, we're seeing gains in the United States. We're seeing gains in Europe. 
in terms of our market today, the SPY futures is tipping is a slight fall, just five points, but that was following a good gain of yesterday. Indeed. We'll get back to that in a moment. But in terms of just corporate news, what stood out to me overnight, Craig? So Peloton. This is the organization that sells bicycles that go nowhere. Are you familiar with what they do? Yes, yes. The stationary. Yes, That's stationary probably right up your strasser, actually. Um, I'm more in favor of a device that takes you somewhere. But nonetheless, Peloton, it was up by about as much as 11% overnight. Its uh, Gains have been halved since then. This is an organization that has been met with considerable challenges in the last 12 months. They flourished over the pandemic. Um, as you might imagine, for obvious reasons. But since then, they have struggled in terms of innovation, uh, their their whole business model. They have spent the last year tweaking elements of that, and there has been uh, some confidence come back into the picture most recently. And now there's a lot of discussion about what their earnings uh, will deliver in a couple of weeks' time. So worth keeping an eye on that, perhaps. But you know, at this time last year, those shares were at $16.00. Uh, a share, and now you're looking at them, you know, sub $6 a share. So uh, perhaps there might be some more chicken on the bone in terms of an opportunity there. So um, worth keeping an eye out. But uh, as far as the European picture in corporate news, La Francais de Jour. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, am you I? Probably could very yes. easily be the uh, ambassador to France with that sort of French elocution, Craig. Uh, lottery company out of uh, France, yes, sort of to acquire the Swedish gaming group Kindred for $2.7 billion. Uh, La Francais de Jour up 6.2%. Swiss heating and ventilation business Belimo, it shares down by the order of uh, 8% after revenues came in below expectations. In terms of uh, U.S. corporate news, Macy's was up by 2.8% after rejecting an offer to go uh, go private. Archer Daniels Midland, unfortunately, the CFO, the, the chief financial officer, has to go on leave amid investigation into accounting practices. Uh, Archer Daniels also had some weak earnings guidance, which contributed to this fall of 22.7% for their shares. Oh, well, look, um, I suppose judging by that cohort of information, it's been slim pickings as far as corporate news yes. is being concerned in the Northern Hemisphere. But as far as the local picture is concerned today, the futures are pointing to an improvement of around three quarters of a percent. Pretty good session yesterday, the market doing nicely. Consumer stocks, financial and industrial stocks did quite well yesterday. You Utilities and noteworthy were the materials for their declines, and particularly the lithium miners. They uh, really took a a knock yesterday. Uh, A couple of factors standing out there. You've seen Lion Town uh, in the crosshairs. They've had some funding challenges. There's questions being asked about how how they might be resolved and whether or not, indeed, Ms. Reinhardt might be a part of the solution there. So uh, a fascinating conversation there. But forecasts continue to be revised lower for, for lithium. So it's a question today of whether or not the pressure comes uh, remains on that sector. We should see some upward pressure in terms of the oil sector today or the energy sector today because Brent shares up by 2.4%, NYMEX up by 3.2%. Uh, a suspected Ukraine drone strike on a Russian oil terminal. Um, that's the the major factor, which is driving your soil prices higher. But in terms of other commodities, gold down seven dollars ten an ounce, or three tenths of one percent. Iron ore was down a smidgen as well, down forty six cents, or three tenths of one percent. So maybe a little bit of pressure, downward pressure in terms of the the gold sector, and also in terms of iron ore. 
Indeed, the Aussie dollars lost a little bit of ground overnight as well. Um, not really because of, uh, there was a little bit of a recovery for the US dollar um, at different stages, but uh, the currency having been uh, well north of 66 US cents traded uh, back to around 65.7, which is where we find it right now. Yes, indeed. Today, the National Australia Bank Business Survey, that'll be one of the focal points today. We've got something called the Monthly Business Turnover Indicator from the Bureau of Statistics, which is a timely measure of economic activity. Um, and it actually tracks the GDP or economic growth of Australia very, very closely. So it's one of the newer indicators and uh, one which economists are just trying to get their heads around to see what forward guidance it might actually be providing. Nothing like a new series from the Bureau of Statistics to whet the appetite. What a great way to mark Tuesday. And on that note, we'll thank you for your company this morning. Have a great day. We'll look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.